I have your top tech deals of the week, plus a better than Black Friday laptop deal and important insight for that next computing decision. This is the Deal Guy podcast for the week of April 10th. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. In some cases, for those of you that are returning listeners to the Deal Guy podcast, you rock if you are new and you've discovered me from another podcast or YouTube, or you've seen me on one of your local CBS, ABC, or NBC TV station affiliates in your area. It is so nice to have you here. This is where I have the opportunity to become a little bit less socially awkward, a little bit more conversational, and really take in the savings and the deals that make our week special. And if you've never heard of anything that I've done, I'm really not that important. I'm only as good as my next deal, but I did develop an algorithm almost two decades ago, and I used that algorithm to pinpoint deal drops and to help navigate through sales. Most retailers follow a pattern, and I'm able to basically predict patterns. So just as your meteorologist would provide you with a forecast, which is usually hopefully quite accurate, I try to do that and then some when it comes to deals. So One of the most frequently requested items that I get from the subscribers of this podcast or my YouTube channel, or for those of you that see me elsewhere, I'm just fixing this microphone, I apologize. Uh, Laptop deals are just so popular, and a lot of you ask questions. I'm going to try and break down some of the myths tied to computer shopping and then also present you with what I feel would be an incredible deal. We're also going to talk about some interesting ways to get deals on Apple products, and I guess let's, let's, let's go right to it. Let's start first with, do you need a laptop or a tablet? And I should tell you right now, if you are simply browsing on your couch and you like looking at photos and you can do most of anything you'd ever want to do on a smartphone, you are in the perfect market for a tablet. There, before I get to the real laptop deals, and I should mention everything that I'm going to assist you with today is going to have a link and a specific item that you can purchase. None of what I do is paid sponsorship. So... Well, I mean, obviously, if a brand wants to pay me a lot of money for something on my YouTube channel and you're listening, you give me a call. But, but generally what I do is I, I find the deals and then I can actually tell you whether or not I think an item works, how it compares. It's uh, it's an exciting thing for me because I, I'm afforded a little bit more honesty. And Lenovo, who happened to be one of my favorite computer makers, they're not, they don't know who I am. They don't care. And they're not paying me to do this podcast for you. So that's kind of exciting. Before we get to a Lenovo laptop deal, which has a specific link that you can purchase I guess let's talk about the laptop battle, tablets, brands, and everything. And as I started before I cut myself off and went on a bit of a rant, and by the way, that noise in the background is the dishwasher. My basement is still flooded and where I record my podcast is now on the main floor and I just finished doing the dishes. So there you go. Uh, There will be some appliance deals soon, which we'll talk about later. But anyhow, if you do most of what you are able to do on a smartphone and you just want a slightly larger screen, you are perfect for a tablet iPads are not nearly as popular as they used to be because they are challenged by some other more affordable options on the market. An example, and I do host programming for Amazon, so I am biased, but Amazon is obviously not paying me to, to talk about them, but I am a paid independent contractor for them. A Fire tablet, I believe, can do a whole lot of wonderful tasks and challenge the iPad both on price and expandability. If you have never used a Fire tablet before, they have the Amazon Alexa voice service built in, and they basically do everything an iPad can do, just a little tiny bit more slowly, depending on which model you have. And the screens, and I forgot to 
close my email notifications because I'm an idiot. The screens are not generally as beautiful. Those retina displays you would see on the iPad Pros and some of the other iPads, it just really can't compete with a Fire Tablet. What do you get for a Fire Tablet though? You get a huge screen. You have the ability to sync all of your content beautifully with Prime. Things like if you take photos on your Fire Tablet, they're automatically uploaded to the cloud. You don't need to pay for more storage. Video capabilities, web chat capabilities. You can't do FaceTime, but of course you could do Skype or another chat platform of your choice. And then they have expandable solid state drives. So you could put a micro SD into it. And then on top of the solid state drive that's built into the Fire Tablet, you can keep it going. You can you can basically add more memory to it. Now, albeit that's sometimes a little bit slower than having all of the SSD built in, but you can get a Fire Tablet for a fraction of the price compared to an iPad. And the other thing to note, which I think is very important for any of you listening right now, is that the Fire Tablets are always on sale. <laughs> they are always on sale. Not just Prime Day. There are sales throughout the year on the different models. But basically, uh, Fire HD is 79 bucks, And if you want to buy a 10-inch tablet with the Amazon Alexa hands-free service and a 10.1-inch display, 1080p, its base price is 149 I mean, that's that's insane, right? If, if you were to buy an iPad, you're you're usually uh, paying at least 300 bucks in most cases. And I don't really know who wants an iPad many these days. You just might, might as well get an iPhone Plus of some kind. But uh, with that being said, the iPads are, I, I think, some of the best tablets I've ever used. If you have the money, uh, I've, I've seen people with the large editions of the iPad Pros. This is, this is my big takeaway before we get into laptop deals because this is not a podcast about tablets. But I still think, no matter what any student will tell you, oh, yeah, I do all my homework on a smartphone or I do all my work on a tablet. I've heard many students in our focus groups tell me that. You simply can't do as much on a touchscreen as you can with a fully functional laptop that has a keyboard. You just cannot. You may be a whiz at it. You may be able to do almost everything. But I mean, I'm serious. Like, try, try preparing a presentation for PowerPoint or another platform on a tablet. It's, it's a little bit more cumbersome. You're a little bit more slow with it. And that's what it is. A tablet is meant to sit on your lap. A laptop is, is sometimes able to give you a little bit more productivity, ergonomics, and so on and so forth. One of my favorite devices ever built is the Microsoft Surface. When this debuted, and I was one of the first people to test it, and I will get to a Lenovo deal in a moment. I, this is really not a babble, but I really want to help set the record straight on, on my thoughts toward the computer industry. The Surface was one of the first devices to effectively bridge the gap between a laptop and a tablet. It did both, and it did so in my mind perfectly. I was so impressed. I was blown away by it. One of the one of the best devices I had ever used at its time, and it just keeps getting better. It's Microsoft, so it's not as sexy as an iPad or an iPad Pro, but with all the keyboard add-ons and everything that you can do to an iPad Pro, it's still not a complete laptop system, and the Surface truly is. It is 100% a laptop or 100% a tablet based on how you use it, and there's been other two-in-ones and netbooks and things and, and so forth. One of the we are inching closer toward the laptop deal, I promise. One of the requests that I get a lot is for people asking for Chromebooks. There's been phenomenal advertising through that, the Chromebook Pixel and many of the other um, devices that support the Google operating system. But what I have found is that a lot of people don't really know what a Chromebook is. They believe it's just a smaller laptop and some people mistakenly believe you can run iOS on it or that you can have Windows on it. And I'm sure you're listening right now and you're like, I'm not an idiot, granted, I know. But but a lot of people don't realize it runs a Chrome operating system, meaning if you are not in bed with Google and you don't want to use most of the apps tied to products like YouTube and Sheets and Gmail and you don't want Google powering your whole device, that's what you get with a Chromebook. 
And Chromebooks are essentially underpowered laptops. They have less RAM, less processing power, and don't worry, I'll get to what you need to look for in a laptop in a moment. And they generally come with two to four gigabytes of RAM. Two to four gigabytes of RAM, and if you're listening right now and you don't know what RAM is, it's essentially your computer's ability to multitask. You need at least, in my belief, these days, six to eight gigabytes of RAM minimum for your basic everyday computing tasks. Four is not going to cut it. And a lot of the Chromebooks and the netbooks and some of the other devices, including tablets, they they are underpowered with both RAM and a processor because they know they are not meant for huge production tasks and that most of the information you are saving will be stored on the cloud. And that's why they perform the way they do. You can't give a, a Chromebook to a student and expect his him or her to get the full productivity out of it, just like you can't give a laptop with eight gigabytes of RAM to a gamer and expect them to be able to really do anything or a video editor or photo editor. So there there are different levels of computers that, that I would keep in mind. I want to talk now about some overall laptop deals, where you can find them, and then I'm going to help you with a link and how to get it exactly, and then we're going to talk about Apple. So um, I, I would say that Acer makes some good computers. HP makes some decent computers. Dell makes some good computers. None of them have great customer service in my tests. Dell customer service is getting a little bit better. Uh, Samsung makes a lot of the Chromebooks right now that I really like. And if there was one company that has me excited, it's Lenovo. Lenovo basically is a, a hybrid of IBM. IBM became Lenovo and the computing division was retained in certain ways and then IBM went in a different direction. But it's essentially, if you remember the IBM ThinkPads, I think it was one of my first laptops. The current iteration of the Lenovo products are ThinkPads, IdeaPads, basically all, all set up and, and ready to go. The, the deal that I'd like to discuss with you, and then we'll talk about how to get a deal on a laptop tied to Apple, is a Lenovo IdeaPad this week. It is a beautiful machine with a 15.6-inch screen. So if you are listening right now and you know anyone in a dorm or you know someone that doesn't have TV and does a lot of streaming, this is a beautiful device for streaming. The laptop deal that I have found today, and I'm just going to make sure that this is all correct before I, I share all this excitement for you, is a deal and a full unboxing and test that I'm going to post to youtubedeals.com. It'll appear on or around April 14th or 15th. So if you're listening to this before April 14th or 15th, youtubedeals.com, subscribe. You'll get a link to this deal that I know is going to drop and that I'm very, very excited by. If you're listening after the fact, I've posted a full unboxing. It is essentially today a $539 laptop for $339. You're saving about 200 bucks. That's the deal. $339.99 free shipping, brand new. And the reason I love this laptop is because it has the following specs. Eight gigabytes of RAM, which is very, very difficult to find at the $339 price point. That's, that's insane. 15.6 inch screen, so you're getting a huge screen. And then with that, you are getting some cool things. And one of them not so cool, but highly practical. <laughs> uh, you're getting a solid state drive, so a fast drive. Keep in mind when you're looking at a laptop, there's usually uh, in some of the cheap, cheap models, a hard drive with like a turning disc. You can hear it moving and the fans turn on. It's actually writing to a physical drive. And then the solid state drive, which uses memory similar to what you would find in your phone. Solid state generally is faster and a little bit more reliable and faster, <laughs> faster, faster, faster. In here is an AMD processor in this computer. It works well with what I've tested. Some of you are thinking, oh no, it's not Intel, it's AMD. And this is what I would tell you about both AMD and Intel. 
a low-end AMD processor is bad, just as a low-end Intel processor is bad. A high-end AMD processor compared to a mid-range Intel processor is better. AMD, whatever brand is better in terms of specs is better in terms of performance. It's not like AMD is worse than Intel. Intel is usually found in more products. AMD is actually these days found in more gaming laptops, but they both make good things. This is a mid-range AMD processor. So if there was a mid-range Intel processor here, it would perform very similar to a mid-range AMD. That's in my very limited, lame explanation terms, the difference between AMD and Intel. This has Windows 10. Windows 10 has come a long way. It has the Cortana Assistant on it, which is kind of like Siri or the Amazon Alexa voice service, very responsive, fun. And it's great for everyday computing tasks. Limited video editing, maybe for YouTube, podcasts, things like that. Decent photo editing capabilities. And a really good, solid work machine, great for a dorm or a student, not for a professional. So if you're a professional video editor, if you are a professional anything that uses a lot of something tied to a computer demanding in terms of memory, if you are a gamer, this is not for you. This is just a great laptop at $339.99 and a deal that I thought I would share. I did mention there was a feature on here that's kind of not so cool, but highly practical. This is a new laptop, but for whatever reason, I probably they had some leftover drives or they wanted to appeal to a certain crowd of people. They have put in an optical DVD drive. Wait, what? DVD drives? Who needs DVDs anymore? I just stream everything. I know you do. But perhaps you have a DVD collection. Perhaps something has come out on DVD or Blu-ray or some other disc that you have access to. I guess Blu-ray wouldn't work, but DVD. Where you do have a special edition of Game of Thrones or something with additional features or you have an old movie collection, or you want to entertain your kids. I have a 10-month-old. She's way too young for screen time, but in two or three years, this would be the laptop that she could watch all of the Full House reruns or, well, now that Lori Laughlin is being prosecuted. I don't know how I feel about that, but lame joke. I apologize. But there, there, whatever show it is that I want to show her, I have, I have the ability to do that on a machine like this. And if you never use a DVD drive, that's fine. But I actually get a lot of requests from people for DVD drives, uh, textbooks, are sometimes on DVDs. There are sometimes photo storage things that you do where you're not working with the cloud or if you travel a lot and you want an entertainment system, this would be good. It is not the best battery life I've ever used from any product, but it, it's a really good deal. And to get any laptop from a brand name under 340 bucks with eight gigabytes of RAM is insane. So that's the deal. That's what I wanted to share with you. That is not all I would like to discuss. We're now going to talk Apple deals. So when you get an Apple laptop, you are generally getting, in my opinion, an aesthetic that you're paying for. So to have that Apple emblem on that logo, you're paying a premium. That That's like 30 or 40% to have the Apple on it. But they are beautifully designed computers, and they are what I call harmonious systems. When Lenovo makes a computer, they build the computer. Windows makes the operating system. There's an Intel antivirus program in there that's from McAfee. There's different groups of people producing programs and in some cases, it doesn't have the same synchronicity you would have on a Mac. When you buy a Mac, and Macs are overpriced in my opinion, but I do edit on a Mac. I have one for the studio. I, I talk out of both sides of my mouth on both Android and, and iPhone. Apple builds the computer and they build the software. And everything is built to take advantage of each other. So the software updates take into account the type of hardware that is generally tied to the computer in which that software is being used. So things like battery life, 
the what what type of RAM division you see when different things are happening within the computer, what's dedicated to what, how the processors work tied to specific programs is all under the control of Apple. You're paying for that. You're, you're also getting great customer support, but you need to pay for that. They, with Apple, you pay a lot more and you pay for everything. And a, I mean, you, you could get a, a MacBook Pro for 2,700 bucks fully loaded right now, which is the computer I'm on, and still find a PC at $1,000 that does the exact same thing at the exact same speeds. But you might not have that same harmonious work environment. And you pay a lot. So if money is no object, Apple will give you a great computer experience. Apple initially was built for professionals for the most part. I remember I was one of the first people to have an iBook. I was made fun of. I was a geek. You know, these days it's cool. It's trendy. You need to display your Apple in your cafe and that Apple logo. But it, it, it it's at a premium. It's, it's, at a, it, it's definitely at a premium. So... Um, what I would like to continue with now while we discuss the the Apple, how to avoid paying full price, there are a couple of things. Apple has phenomenal educational discounts, and they'll generally include things like discounted Apple Care, which is their protective program for their extending their warranty. The other thing that Apple does is they will give sometimes a free pair of Beats by Dre, and then they'll discount all of all of the hardware uh, that you're purchasing. It's nice. They, they do pander well to students, and I like that. Because I don't know what student can afford a $3,000 laptop. Now, with that being said, aside from the Apple educational discount and assuming you are not eligible for that, and by the way, the Beats by Dre reductions, I think they happen at the end of May and then they run to like August, sometimes September, depending on when they run their, their promotions. It used to be buy, an, buy a MacBook, get a free iPod. People don't buy iPods as much anymore. But uh, two other resources I, I want you to have if you are in the market for an Apple laptop. First is MacMall.com. This is an authorized Apple reseller that will give you some phenomenal, phenomenal discounts on Apple products, and you can even customize it. That's how great they are. I am a big, big fan of that. So uh, that's that's good to know. And then if you are looking for other Apple deals, Best Buy has some of the most aggressive Apple discounts. Best Buy, Best Buy phenomenal. You will be amazed. The other resource that I want you to think about is the refurbished section of the Apple website. Somewhere on the bottom, yep, you can find it in there, you are going to find your ability to purchase certain MacBooks and MacBook Pros at a big discount. And refurbished, Apple refurbished means that you're generally getting a new battery, you are getting a new case if there's any imperfections to the actual case itself, and you're getting a new warranty and sometimes a new screen if it was scratched. Once you add all of that up, that's essentially a new Mac. New warranty, new battery, new screen. There you go. That's a great deal. And you can sometimes save, I don't know, about 15%, but on a a $3,000, $1,500, something along those lines computer, that is significant. That is is really, really good. Apple computers also have a decent resale value. So if you are looking to sell your Apple products, I highly recommend doing so. I have found that sellyourmac.com has some of the best buyback deals you will find. They're out of Ohio, and they have been way better in terms of buyback offers than Gazelle, much more aggressive. But sellyourmac.com is a is a great way to look at that. The other thing that I would I would take into account with Apple is you're generally going to get more years out of an Apple product. So um, sellyourmac.com, it's great, but you will be keeping your computer longer than you will traditionally with a PC. I don't know if it's because there's just less bloatware or, or Apple's usually built differently, 
but but they just they tend to last longer in my tests and i review a lot of windows-based computers chromebooks and apple computers and as much as i hate saying something positive about apple because i feel it's just trendy and a lot of people that talk about apple products don't actually know what they're discussing uh, this is uh, this is something that I can tell you. It's it it's it's it's, it's a really good computer at a premium. So there you go. Uh, I would also keep in mind that when you are searching for Apple discounts online, if you see a discount that seems too good to be true, it is. Apple controls the pricing of their computers, and for a brand or retailer to sell an Apple computer to you at that premium discount, they're not only taking a hit on the computer, and it may not be an authorized sale, but if you really are getting what you think you are, it's generally a very old model or there's something wrong with the computer to begin with. So just keep in mind, I would not buy anything recertified without a manufacturer's refurbishment guarantee tied to that or an extended warranty. My general rule of thumb when it comes to extended warranties for desktops is don't do it. I just don't don't see the point. Laptops, it's one of the most portable, expensive things that you'll ever carry around. I say this for smartphones. How many times a day do you drop your smartphone or how many times a week? There is no doubt in my mind that you should buy a warranty to protect your investment. And then also, if you are buying something refurbished, make sure there is that extended warranty on it because the person before you definitely dropped the computer at some point. We've all done it. It stinks, but but that is the unfortunate reality of computer shopping. So there you are. Those are your links. That is the, the breakdown of laptops versus tablets versus brands. This is the short version. I, I know I could go very, very much in depth on each of these principles and we could discuss them and I could really belabor each point, but I, I you're all probably way smarter than I am to begin with. And I don't really want to waste your time. And I may be already sending you information that you know, but I'm hopeful that you didn't know about these deals, which is why you've tuned in. So let's continue with a few other deals that are really hot and exciting for this particular week. Um, So I did mention this Lenovo laptop deal will drop on the 15th. If you're looking for a Bluetooth tracking device, those deals are going to drop on the 16th. I'll have a full YouTube unboxing of both those products and a demonstration. If you are looking for um, one other product, which I I really want to discuss before we wrap up, because this is a deal I am so excited about. This is a surveillance camera doorbell. A lot of people are asking right now for... Wi-Fi doorbells, a sense of security tied to this. And I want to discuss Ring versus Skybell versus Zmodo. I've tested all of them. I've owned all of them, used them all. Uh, Skybell is great. They're very thin profile doorbells that work with the Alarm.com app integration, the Amazon Alexa voice service. They're great. They're very similar to Ring, but since Ring is, is the most popular right now, I want to discuss Zmodo versus Ring. So... Uh, this is a great way where if someone is at your door and they ring your doorbell, you can answer your door remotely. You can see who they, who is at your property. You can help with packages, delivery, things like that. And it kind of bridges the gap between a doorbell, a surveillance camera, just a clever way to have something installed without something obtrusive on your property. The Zmodo is almost identical to the ring doorbell with, with a few exceptions. So if you were to buy a new ring right now, ring doorbell, generally at least a hundred bucks minimum for something recertified, you're generally 200, 230 bucks. Now, the Zmodo, and Zmodo makes surveillance cameras and and comparable products to Ring. The Zmodo deal that I have, which will appear on April, I should know these dates, right? Shouldn't I? I wrote it all down. April 18th. Uh, You may see a demonstration on my YouTube channel earlier than that. And YouTubedeals.com, again, is where you can find any of this. The Zmodo has 8 gigabytes of built-in memory to record. Oh, there's my doorbell going. How funny is that? Okay, I'm going to pause the podcast, see who's there, and then come back and finish my sentence. 
I'm back to finish my sentence. The Zmodo doorbell has eight gigabytes of built-in memory, so it can record the clips when they are detected, but Ring only has cloud storage, for which you have to pay a monthly fee. So the Zmodo, on top of that, will give you 12 hours of free motion-based cloud video storage. Ring doesn't provide any free cloud storage. So for all the clips, the movement, uh, I mean, I, I had my doorbell going when some gentleman decided to basically park inside my car. Yep, you went the wrong way up a one-way. And then like drove his vehicle into the inside of my vehicle. Not fun. Uh, doorbell is able to capture everything though. And you can also pre-record a voice message with this version of the Zimoto Wi-Fi doorbell that I found for your visitors. So when you go on vacation or if you're expecting a package or if you just don't want to be bothered, your doorbell is pressed and it will appear as though you are home or though you're answering it remotely. Ring does not have this feature. So what I can tell you about Ring is the app is, is phenomenal, maybe a little bit better, but to be honest, to have all these features with the Zmodo doorbell, which has a list price of 159 bucks, the deal that I found at $59.99 is, is way better. I mean, what you get out of it is incredible. So this will drop on or around April 18th. You'll see it on my YouTube channel somewhere between April 16th and the 20th. YouTubedeals.com is where you can find that. But of the, the three tech deals that I really wanted to mention this week as some of the top deals of the week in addition to breaking down the laptops, hopefully these will be enough bargains to, to get you excited about the tech world. A lot of the time during our podcast, I take listener questions. And to be 100% honest, I didn't actually get a lot of questions this week that would benefit many different people. So not that they weren't good questions, they were just highly personal questions like which type of cat litter is is best and matt i heard you have a kid and what type of diaper i guess a lot of this was tied to um digestion movements but <laughs> there there wasn't this this all-encompassing question that i i could address during these podcasts so this is going to bring me to my my final point which is to thank you very much for listening but if for any reason you like this podcast or you think this podcast could be improved i urge you if you don't mind please share it or rate it or I guess rating it badly isn't going to help me, <laughs> but if you share it you're, and you rate it well, if you only if you think it was worthy of, of your time, it enhances its discoverability and then that'll mean more people find it, stumble upon it, and perhaps leave me a question either on the podcasting platform of their choice or via email or mattsdailydeals.com, which is my website, or youtubedeals.com. I get a lot of comments there. And then I can, I can answer some really good money-saving questions in next week's podcast. As you guys know, I upload every Wednesday and I'm new to this medium, but the audience here and the conversation that we're able to, to have rather than this quick dialogue that I have on television, which is basically a monologue most of the time, is, is so much more heightened through this, this platform that I was otherwise afraid of. You guys have made me feel a lot more comfortable here. I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. I'm not a pro, but thank you for, for listening, for making me feel better about what I do. And I love you. I hope you have a great week. Happy savings. And I'll meet you back here on Wednesday. Bye.